0: I think it's really, really important. Part of the reason why I asked was there are members of the press here. What I've really come here to Ohio to help do, I believe, is try to put some truth behind a lot that's said about cannabis rather than the perpetuated lies and myths that people come up with just to stop a person from living their constitutional rights. Life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. That's it. Now... I say it this way specifically because what is so egregiously ignorant and should be so egregiously offensive to every member of the press in this country is the fact that this mother has to go through all of this to get an opportunity to have access to cannabis for this child who clearly demonstrates that he needs it And we have a government right now that right now, for the last 38 years straight, every month, third Wednesday of every month, ships out marijuana canisters grown at the University of Mississippi through a government program that started back in 1981, now gone 36 years, I'm sorry, 35 years, now only going out to four patients, started with 20, now four patients, I don't see the incredulous look on the press's face. What I'm saying to you is that every single month, four people get marijuana grown by the United States government through a program at the University of Mississippi, shipped out in canisters, and those canisters have a prescription written on it. Every other state, they don't allow any doctors to write prescriptions, they make them write recommendations in this state. Your doctors will be forced to write a recommendation. Yet, the government itself does so. And if you don't believe me, just look up Ro- uh, Her- 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 I'm sorry, Irv Rosenfeld. Look him up. He'll show you his canister. I was with him two weeks ago. He had a fresh canister. And guess what? Irv, right here today, could walk right in that door, canister under his arm, Open it up. Show you all his 200 to 300 marijuana cigarettes that were rolled at the University of Mississippi. Walk downstairs. Go through TSA at the airport. Get on an airplane. Carry them in all 50 states. And we fight a battle for issue three. See... Part of this whole problem is the fact that there are facts and there are lies. The facts are, well, the lies are there's no data. We've not done enough research. Hasn't been done enough. Well, I would say that if that's what they really believe, like even last night, and listen to me. I stood with your governor when he announced the fact that he was going to run for president. I was in the arena. I agree with him on some issues. I disagree with him on many others. Last night he had an opportunity for the state of Ohio to stand up for Ohioans and state unequivocally, which he always says he believes in fact, Well, then believe the fact that your government's already been doing this, so why can't Ohioans do it? But instead punted it down the ball and equated cannabis use to prescription medication overdose. Did you watch the debate last night? Yeah, I did. And did that for about four minutes. I found that egregiously offensive. There's never been a cannabis overdose written since the first time that marijuana was written about as a medication 1900 BC, 1000 BC in India. You know, in all these recreational states, they have a product that's called Bang. Indians made that a thousand years B.C. They were using cannabinoids emulsified in milk, using that as a medication for about 60 illnesses that were written about in almost every cornucopia, pharmacopoeia of medicine for a thousand years. And let's also remember, if you, did any of you guys watch the History Channel? Watch it, do you? Pay attention to it recently. They've been doing a lot of things about, you know, looking back in time and looking back to the birth of Christ and looking back at all these things, right? You've seen those studies? Do you know what the three wise men brought the baby Jesus? I'll be quiet. Look it up. Okay? So it's not like this is a medication that people feared. But what's most important is that we know the truth. The truth is that cannabis... I uh, asked the question. I love it at press conferences. How many people in the press right here know why cannabis is illegal? When was it made illegal? 1937. Most of us write your previous press. Okay, so <laughs> uh, see? they're learning, they're writing about it. Good. Because the reason is we have to start telling people the truth. It was written in 1937. It was part of what was called the Marijuana Tax Act. Not because it was a dangerous drug, because you could not track the seeds across state lines. It took then, from 37 to 61, one man who fought a battle against cannabis for no other reason than a racist diatribe from him and his partners, who were then William Randolph Hearst and DuPont, who only wanted to ensure the textile industry. History needs to be read and not forgotten and then remembered when we make decisions. So let's get all the way up to 1961 when the U.N. passed a resolution on illegal drugs and drugs worldwide. And that 1961 U.N. resolution is what all of our drug laws in the United States are based on. And guess what? The 1961 resolution allowed for and clearly identified the continued distribution of cannabinoid as a medication. That's the reason why, in 1971, the United States government signed a contract with the University of Mississippi to grow and research marijuana. Every single year, since 1971, the United States Senate and Congress and President have ratified a bill and agreed to continue the funding. So when they say there's no research, since 1971, your taxpayer dollars have been paying to research marijuana. How much more research do we need when, in fact, we don't have time for more research? He doesn't have any more time. She doesn't have any more time. She doesn't have any more time. I'm speaking in general, if you really want to know, I've been using cannabis now for 15 years straight every single day and will do so for now the rest of my life. But guess what? I'm going to tell you the truth. I don't want to disagree with anyone here, but let's get a fact and let's understand something. In the last 14 years, I have utilized well over $2 million worth of pharmaceutical medication. I take one drug alone that my insurance companies have paid $1.4 million for over the course of the last 15 years. Different than some, listen to me, I'm at war. I have a disease called MS. They are better than ISIS, the Russians, and the Chinese put together. Because every day it's hitting me in one or two or three or four different directions. I need to have an army of my own to fight with. And my army is filled with weapons. I use pharmaceutical medication that if I were not using, I would not be standing here. I use a holistic approach, spending more money in that than probably most people in the world would. I use a whole hormonal approach. I'm using five different approaches to be able to stand here today when doctors 10 years ago told me I would be in a wheelchair. I'm fighting. But part of my fight, I need that arrow called cannabis. Why? Because if I don't have it, out of all the drugs I take, nothing stops me from kicking my wife all night when she sleeps. Suffer cannabis, nothing has helped me manage my neuropathic pain that's been plotted by the top doctors on this planet that I suffer from at an extreme level. I'm able to cope with it because I use three or four different techniques for pain management. I'm using two or three other modalities for pain management. But without this, I don't sleep. It's that simple. And I'm not gonna walk around like a zombie. I'm an adult, I have a right to make a decision. For I daughter a 60 years old this year. I fought and defended this Constitution to have the right to life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. And I only have that if I can include the medications I need to keep myself standing here. So you don't have really a lot of a choice. And most of the, the cameras, I'm talking to the people who are Ohio- Ohioans. Look, you can argue back and forth about the bills this, the bills that, the that, and that, and Argue all you want. That's meaningless. What you should be doing is arguing about compassion and guaranteeing that these patients get taken off the battlefield. You have one of the strictest bills written, it's written appropriately, there are checked points and marks throughout the entire bill. Administratively, once it's administered, you will fix whatever other issues you have. They can't wait for you to fix it enough to just live a normal life. We can't. Vote yes on three. Vote no on two. Make sure you tell your friends. Make sure you tell everybody you know. And, and remember those who are telling you Don't do so, because whether it be cannabis or the next new drug for something else, these are people who are saying that they have a right to get in the middle of a conversation between you and your doctor. Stop them. They have no right to do that. Thank you. Are you dealing with best life burnout, constantly striving for more and quite frankly, over it? Maybe you just want more joy, peace and laughter in your life now.